This week's episode, we lay it all out on the table debating controversial books. Mike doesn't care about concerns regarding banned books. Liz has concerns about some age-inappropriate material in her kid's school. And I think everyone needs to brush up on their vocabulary. Banned? Restricted? I think there's a difference. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by APC Pest Control, knocking them dead since 1981. And by Royal Pizza, the best pizza and lowest prices in town. Small Town Scuttlebots. Scuttlebuds, what's going on? It's Rick and Liz and Mike. We're in the room that we do this podcast in that we fondly refer to as the Small Town Scuttlebutt Studio. And uh, today we're going to talk about a controversial subject. We like to tackle those once in a while and try to make sense of stuff. And today we are going to talk about banned books. We're also going to talk about the word like banned. The- the Horner music introductory one? I don't think I'm familiar with that title. Oh, you, you were never in band? I was a pianist, but not in band. James Horner. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what, what about it, Mike? That was a band book. Why? Because you got it the first day of band every year. Oh! oh okay. Bump. <laughs> All right, so before we get into this, this fun topic of conversation let's just go around the room and ask each other how we're doing we're checking in we haven't seen each other for a week we'll start with you mike um it's been a good week i've been um keeping my nose to the grindstone getting ready for haunted happenings in salem october 1st and 15th um so that's been my life lately at least you're doing something fun and creative my life pretty much revolves around work and my kids so before i came here tonight i worked all day helped them with their homework made their dinner cleaned it up and now I'm here. So, yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're doing anything to entice Mike to have children on this. Every episode on this podcast, we're just giving him another reason why kids are a pain in the ass. <laughs> they really are. What's going on with this freaking day six of uh, National Daughters Day on Facebook? I hadn't been on Facebook at all yesterday. And then I went on either late last night or this morning and I saw your post complaining about everybody <laughs> posting about it. And I was like, I haven't seen anything about this. But then the next thing that I saw was a, was the one other National Daughters Day post that I saw. Interesting, because I've been flooded, inundated. Ditto. My, um, well, it's like the first day of school photo. And you're yeah. like, mm-hmm. okay, we're still doing this. Yeah, <laughs> and right. you know what? I totally get, Mike, why you think that sucks and stupid. And it's just like we're, we're just all a bunch of lemmings doing it. Right. But, as a parent, I'll speak for myself. It's a, a time stamp on, on their life. And I agree. And I got it out there. All right, Liz, why don't you uh, lead us in the Ushanka? Got it. So related to our topic du jour, our first Ushanka topic is the most controversial book you have read. I don't know. That's a great I'd answer. I'd say the Bible, yes. but I never finished yeah. it. Well, I I don't think you have, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't think you have to finish it. It's, no. it's not a cover to cover book. It's passages and reflections. It's uh, it's uh, reading gospel from Mark, Luke, John, and uh, Tim. 
Yeah, I'll take your Jeff, word for what's it. What's his name? Mike. <laughs> Who's that other guy? Luke. For, I'm not taking Luke's. Luke, Mark, John, Matthew, Paul. Paul. Yeah. Does that the, pretty much sum it up? Yeah, four of those guys. Mm-hmm. Ringo. Uh, mine. I would say I found it very controversial, and I was so pissed that I had to read this. I was like, "Fuck this book!" It was, uh, and people will hate me for saying this. I, I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> Oh my god! But I can tell you who the author is and why well, I hated all know the book. That Rick read the Cosmo, and I, I argued this book with the English teacher. This was eleventh grade. Mm-hmm. It was by William Faulkner. Okay. Okay, a Southern author, very mm-hmm. acclaimed and whatnot. Hard disagreement. There was a passage in that book, about three pages long, no punctuation, and I'm like, I don't care who the hell you are. And and I, you can only use poetic license, yeah. get out of jail free card so many times. I find that offensive. No yes, punctuation. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Three pages of just like, oh, that, you are just, that's a douche move. Mm-hmm. That's just like, I'll do what I want. Right. So that's my most controversial book. The book that has the no book. name. Wow. <laughs> book with Mike, name. Google, punctuation. Google uh, William Faulkner's I mean, I was, annoying book that had tr- three pages. I was pages. trying to, but I, I'm, somehow I'm not on your Wi-Fi tonight. See what happens when oh, I'm on the wrong no. side of the table? Now, can I tell you what that is? Uh, we got rid of our cable. And now we're um, just YouTube TV, which, by the way, I highly recommend. Oh. The only thing you don't get is uh, the local sports. Anything network. worth watching? No, you get it all, man. In fact, when you turn it on, if, if my wife didn't tell me she did it, I'd be like, yeah, it's just the TV guide listing thing. Oh. But I don't get Bruins games. Mm. But uh, I can live without that. Uh, so can I have the password for Verizon 7 and 9? Don't say what it is. People come <laughs> try to steal my... <laughs> I, uh, well, I can't because I don't know it, and my wife's way up there, and I'm not going to bug her. All right. Well, anyway, I tried looking up William Faulkner books, but I made it as far as an error page. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Liz, what's yes. your most offensive book? So, Well, I, I did not find this book controversial, but it is frequently one of the most banned books in public schools, and that's To Kill a Mockingbird, which I loved. Mm-hmm. And... It is frequently it frequently pops up on these banned books lists because of its racial slurs and Atticus Finch being portrayed as kind of like a white savior. Um, I thought I loved the story. Will actually read it last year in eighth grade and really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's reflective of the time. I understand that people think that we should be moving beyond or having literature in schools that use racial slurs, but it is reflective of of that person's experience at that time so anyway i really enjoyed it although it is considered a very controversial book all right so next topic is the n-word being taken out of huck finn yeah some school districts are pulling that what do you think what's your hot take on that yeah i feel like it's kids bopping huck finn basically Mm. you know it's like the, the what makes me upset about it not because i'm defending the use of the word it's because some professor somewhere thought he had the right to go into Mark Twain's book and change the word to something else. Slave. Yes, exactly. And so he bastardized someone's intellectual property, and I don't agree with that. Do I think that this book should be removed from schools? No, I don't. Do do I think we've evolved to a place where it doesn't need to be part of a required curriculum? Probably, yeah. There's Mm. probably other texts that could be taught. The book was originally banned because it was reflective of a white boy's friendship with a black man. So Mm -hmm. two years after it was published, that's when it was first banned, and that's why. And now, obviously, it's being banned, or the arguments are being made to have it be banned because of the flagrant use of 
racial slurs in the book. Yep. I've also read that books have agreed to remove it, or schools rather, have agreed to remove the book because it makes the students uncomfortable. So I would argue that in the Medfield public school system, you could be the only black child in your class, right? I mean, we don't have a very diverse population here. So if that book is being taught in a classroom filled with white kids and one black kid, I could see how that black child would be uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, sure. If it's a bunch of- Is that required reading anymore? In a lot of places it is. I read it in 10th grade. Same. And my teacher, Mr. Drown, um, and he's teaching a book about taking a raft down a river. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, he did it in such a really eloquent way. Mm-hmm. He, he was a veteran teacher, and he proclaimed that we were going to read the book mm-hmm. as it was written. And we got a real solid history lesson about this word was just part of everyone's vernacular right. back when it was written, and we're going to put that in context. Mm-hmm. Was it your point? Oh, no, Mike, your point. Does it have to be in the rotation? I feel like that's a book that could just be, like, tucked away in yeah. the fiction section, left alone. Yep. And as far as, like, you know, you get to teach a couple books throughout the school year, there's so many out there. Right. All right, let's move on. What, do you, what else do you have? That's do, it. That's Those it. Those are our Shanka topics. All right, so let's go hit a commercial break, and when we come back, we'll talk about two books that are uh, two books that are uh, creating a lot of controversy in our small town. One's called Flamer by Mike Carato, and the other one is called All Boys Aren't Blue by George M. Johnson. Don't go away. Larkin's Liquors is a third-generation family business owned by the Larkin family since 1935 making them the oldest continually operating business in Medfield. At Larkin's, you'll find an excellent selection of top quality wines, beers, and spirits, as well as an extensive collection of higher quality items such as single barrel bourbons and single malt scotches. Their commitment to personal service shows through with their friendly and well-informed staff who are experts in craft brews and worldwide wines. Check out their full selection at LarkinsLiquors.com. Mario's Lawn Care is a full-service landscaping company that works for their customers all year long. Now that we're into the fall season, Mario and his friendly and dependable crew are providing aeration and overseeding to help the lawns rebound from that brutal summer. Save your lawn before the leaves come down. Call Mario's Lawn Care at 508-962-2243. So we're just coming off of National Band Book Week. And we are? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was recent. It was How like, do you guys know all this stuff? Because we are living in it, man. There's no avoiding it. It's like, here's a here's a display of banned books, and we want to put them out in front of you and entice you to look at them right. and find out why they're banned. And we're going to do it in our middle school and our high school. And it's, uh, it's rubbing a lot of people the wrong way because they just don't feel like it's age-appropriate material and it shouldn't be in their schools. Anyone who's against it in the schools is being labeled a book banner. And Among I, other things. Yeah, and I absolutely <laughs> will push back on that. Okay, um, but can I stop you right here? Because yes. I've been hearing about this nonsense for, like, weeks from a what, number of— Hold on. What's nonsense? What part of this about is nonsense? About these— about these two okay. books specifically? These two books specifically have been just constant in chatter on Facebook and stuff for the last several weeks. Mm-hmm. Here's why it's nonsense. 
everybody's been making it sound like the book is required reading in the classroom. Yep. And I just found out today that it is not only not required reading, it's only in the library. So what is all this about? Well, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> but but like, like- there's ukuleles in the library. Do I love ukuleles? No. But if someone else wants to check out a ukulele, knock yourself out. Our school library has a ukulele? I don't know if the school library does, but like the Medfield Public Library does. That's that's a thing now. Like libraries oh, mm-hmm. are resources. We're not talking about we're not talking them. about the public. We're talking library. about we're talking the school. About, yeah. No, I understand. All that. right, Liz, why don't you yeah. why don't you tee this up and sure. give us the uh, catch Mike up because Mike has been reading. Well, you know what's going on. You mm-hmm. just see a lot of. I know what's going on, but it's being painted the wrong way by people arguing both sides, where it's coming across as though it's a required book. It's it's not. I didn't it's, hear anyone say that. No. Are you connecting those dots? Are you making I, that? I'm saying me reading what everybody's saying, it sounds like you're arguing over. And like when you and I had a conversation and you said, like, I don't think my daughter should be reading this in school. Mm-hmm. OK. She's but 10, if it's, by the way. Right. But if it's in the library, it's not necessarily like she's not. The chances of her picking it up mm-hmm. when it's so for anybody that can't see the book on the table, it's a pretty hefty book. That would be everybody because this is an audio right. format. <laughs> so it's a fairly hefty book that a 10 year old is likely just going to see as a spine on a shelf. But because everybody is up in arms uh, crying oh, foul I, on it, oh, well, you're bringing so much more attention to this book that now every kid. My mom didn't want me to listen to Rage Against the Machine when I was a kid. Guess what album I bought first chance I got? You're kind of setting it's, up. Yeah. You're setting up an argument yes. that I'm going to make later, but let's let Liz set the table here. Okay. Thank you. You're so, welcome. so as Rick mentioned, there's been a lot of controversy about these two books in particular, Flamer and All Boys Aren't Blue. So, when all of this kind of started to bubble up, there were selected excerpts from both of these books being circulated on social media. So, my initial reaction to these books was solely based on those excerpts. For Flamer, there was one excerpt in there that I was made privy to. And my initial thought was, this must be what the whole book is about. I don't think it's appropriate. Um, Blah, blah, blah. I I jumped to that conclusion for sure. Rick kindly lent me both of these books. And after I read Flamer, I really, really liked it. And I would say that I don't think it's appropriate to have available at the middle school. I think it's totally appropriate to have available at the high school. The book, if if folks out there saw this excerpt and immediately reacted the way I did and took something out of context, which we all do, I would encourage you to read the book and see if you change your mind. You may or may not, mm-hmm. but you know this, the book is about a half Asian. Um, Catholic boy struggling with his sexuality. He knows he's gay. He's struggling with that. He's it takes place in the mid nineties, a very agro male dominated time period. This is the time when uh, Clinton's "Don't Ask, Don't Tell" yep. policy came out, and um, the idea of gay marriage was marriage is between a man and a woman. That mm-hmm. was pretty much everybody. And in any wokester that's listening, well, was it me? Uh, it was. it was. Even the Democratic Party. Even even Barack you, Obama was opposed to yeah, gay marriage Hillary initially. Clinton. I mean, yeah. it was just like, what? It was so foreign to a lot right. of people. Right. Like a lot of things when there's yes. change, when there's radical change. So this mm-hmm. was the time. So this kid was, uh, well, we have to and read it's, it's semi-autobiographical. Um, 
and what I, I found it actually very relatable. I'm not half Asian. I'm not gay. I am not, you know, strictly religious and all that, but everybody can relate to feeling uncomfortable in their own skin in middle school and high school and not knowing where they fit in and struggling with their identity. And that's why I related to this story. And I thought it was very endearing. Okay. Let me just read for the scuttlebuds that don't live in Medfield and aren't familiar with the story. This is basically, in a nutshell, the excerpt that people were shown and got stirred up about. It says, hey, Elias, where'd you go? I'm here with Mark and Bobby. Hey, guys, what you doing? We're taking care of business. Have a seat. And he says, uh, why is it so dark in here? Can I come in now? No, you're too young. No, I'm not. Fine, but you'll have to prove it. I will. And then he sits down. And there's kids' pants pulled down on their cots and says, uh-oh, I think I figured out what taking care of business means. And then one of the kids is holding up a Mountain Dew bottle. He says, we're each busting a load in this bottle. If you don't come, you have to drink it. <laughs> so the, my bottom line here yep. is, I, again, I don't think it's appropriate for middle schoolers. I'm totally fine having it available at the high school. I felt a lot of the humor in there falls under the same category of a, like, that's what she said type of thing, you know, mm -hmm. like a little crass, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, to me, after having read both of those books, it's crazy to me that these two were even in the same category, that exactly. they were up for discussion to yeah. be banned simultaneously. So, yeah. uh, so I'm going to just transition over to all boys aren't blue. Well, can I just give of my, course. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like a, uh, how many pages? It's a 400, it's 350 pages, roughly. But it's a graphic novel. It's I graphic sped through novel. it in like 45 minutes. Mm, it took yeah. me an hour. Someone told me they did it in 20 <laughs> minutes. I'm like, she's a doctor, though, so she's probably wicked smart, unlike I am. Um, if someone said, hey, Rick, one word, what do you think of this book? Give it, Describe it in one word. I'd say endearing. That's the word I use, too. Yeah? Yep. In my text to my friend who was upset about these two books being banned, and my initial reaction was, I was actually a proponent of that, but I am going to read both of them. Mm -hmm. And after I read this, I texted her back and said I was wrong about this book. I found it very endearing. Yeah, I think that um, every every literary element that you're looking at, character development, huge. This is a coming of age book. Mm -hmm. It's 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 set up for the 14 year old kid or whatever. I liked it. I thought it was great. Yep. I'm not saying to ban the book. I'm just saying um, this belongs in the public library. Because it's just that. It's the library for the public. But the school librarian works in a school that has a library in it, and she's totally presenting it as, like, you got to read this. And you know what? If I see a sign, I'm going to get the brain of a 14-year-old kid. Brain's right. half developed, right? You, you, you dangle the carrot. This yeah. is banned. People why, don't want you to why, read this. Now I want to read it. Why is it yeah. banned? Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. Read banned books. That's that's why they're there. As As soon as somebody says to ban it, Go find out why. Yeah. That's where I mean, good well, that's, well, you that's know why what? I bought that Rage Against the Machine album. My mom didn't want me to have it. Go well, go read the books, watch the movies, uh, listen to the CDs. Well, you're preaching to the choir. As a parent, I didn't mm -hmm. want to read them, so I, I bought them. They were yep. like fifteen bucks each. Eighteen ninety nine US, twenty four ninety nine Canada, poor Canada. Anyway, uh, you want to go on to the next one? Yeah, so I agree with everything you're saying, Mike. I have a specific issue with this next book, All Boys Aren't Blue. And like Jay-Z said, I ain't past the bar, but I know a little bit. And that is porn. Period. End of discussion. All right, there Liz. are salacious <laughs> excerpts in there that are 
incredibly graphic that I would argue fall under the legal definition of pornography, which anyone under the age of 18 cannot possess and should not be given to. Yeah, but words aren't like. As a parent, I don't want my ninth grader having access to that book. Mm -hmm. Period. Period. You know what? They're going to find it anyway. As what in, I don't want is yeah, it being pushed being in front of them. Promoted. Yep. 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 It's because it's like the people that need to read it, just make it known, mm -hmm. you know, hey, we got some banned books. They're in the banned bookshelf. Help yourself. And then leave it at that. But we're we're having we're stopping to shy of having a parade in right. town that we have these books. Here's the definition of porn. Television programs, magazines, books, etc. that are regarded as emphasizing the sensuous or sens uh, sensational aspects of a non-sexual subject and Stimulating a compulsive interest in their audience. Um, okay. The one reason why I'm, I'm on the fence about it being porn is because uh, its intent is not to arouse. No, I agree you know? with that. It's, it didn't, it's not in the genre of pornography. And there were elements of the story that I enjoyed. Like his grandmother sounded like a totally kick-ass woman. Mm -hmm. And his stories about his extended family were really cool. Very it close family. It was a handful of excerpts that were so graphic in nature, I think they're wildly inappropriate to be available so, to my child. Can mm -hmm. I ask what the book is actually about? Besides it's, that yep. there's a lot of... It's about a a black man's struggle with his sexuality and his sexual identity growing up. Um, he identifies as queer, but it takes him a very long time to get comfortable with that and to be able to be open about it. But throughout the story, you get a sense for the kind of family that he grew up in and, um, you know, all of that, which was great, but it's these hands. And I hate, I hate, Part of me hates myself for even saying this because I am a big believer in context and intent. And I know the intent is not that this is supposed to be a pornographic novel. But as a mother, I don't want my child to read this. Can period. I stop you guys both here, though? Like, cause, cause I, like I, I hear what you're saying and I get it. Go back to you're in ninth grade. Do you want this book banned? Or are you like, mom, get over yes, it? Yes, Absolutely. Yeah, in ninth, in ninth grade in 1992. You got to read it, dude. Ninth yeah. grade, Liz is a prude. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read the book. Hey, that was our first joke of the show up top. Right. <laughs> you know what gets into the sticky situation is that, and you're, you're going to be like, oh, you're way too liberal. But it's like for the for the people that do need it, I think it, like the representation does matter. 100%. I absolutely agree and with I, that. Like, yes. And but yeah, if it's, if it's constant browbeating, then yeah, it gets... It, can become overkill, mm -hmm. but it's like you, it needs to be available so that for the, for the people that don't see themselves represented enough and like, yeah. Okay. Like some TV shows, you're like, Oh, well, there's the token character that they're, they're throwing in so that they can check that box off. And that's when it gets to be too much. Is this not the first yeah. time I've tried to re resource something on my, find a resource on my phone. And it just dies. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> I, I also want to make another point. Well, I'm sorry. Oh, Can sorry, I just say, yes. what I wanted to look up is the definition of ban, because I mm -hmm. think that we're being called book banners, and that's uh, absolutely inaccurate. We are not banning the book. A ban would say it's not allowed, officially not allowed to be accessed. You know what was banned? Alcohol during prohibition. Mm -hmm. But you could still get it, yeah, on the black market in a speakeasy, right? And if, and if you got caught, you were arrested. I'm not saying don't give these books 
to kids in the school. I'm just saying make them available in the public library. Yeah. But these are, in fact, these two books, because I don't need them anymore. I bought them, passed them off to Liz. And uh, next week, Erica Cody's coming on. And I'm get, she's the, she's been on the show before. She's the teen librarian at the Medfield Public Library. I said, do you want these? She said, sure. So when she comes on next week, we're going to give her the books. And they will even write on the inside, donated by a small town scuttlebutt. Be true to you or whatever. <laughs> Just some kind yeah. of thing. Like, you're cool. And, uh. So there you go. So so I'm not a book banner, but I am a book restrictor. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't go to an R-rated movie when you're 15. The R stands for restricted. It's, I mean, you can. You can go. You can. Uh, you guys were no fun as kids. My God. <laughs> oh, Either totally that awesome. or you're just way too old now. You didn't see R-rated movies as a kid? Oh, like, shit. Yes. I used My to co- sneak into the yeah. R-rated movies so what all is the time. This, what is this argument? Like, come on. The school librarian didn't drop me off at the R-rated movie. Exactly. <laughs> she didn't buy me the ticket. I, you know what the thing is? Her, she had a Twitter. I saw this Twitter clip. So see, and here's. Well, let me finish my okay, thought. Okay, yeah, go ahead. She had a Twitter thing saying, I'm going to use my white privilege to disrupt the uh, the system. And I'm like, is that in your job description? Because I haven't seen the job description, but I would think it's check out the books. Put the books mm-hmm. away. Help the kids with the Dewey Decimal System. Help them brush up their their bibliographies on their research paper with MLA format guidelines. Teach them vocab like corroboration. You know, it's not her job to disrupt the system. If she wants to do that, she could go out, hold a fundraiser, and give 50 copies of this to the public library. The last point I just want to make on the book is that when it's when something's labeled, this is appropriate for the high school level, my kid's 14. He's in ninth grade. Mm-hmm. He's His emotional development is far different than someone who's an 18 year old senior. So I think that like things like that have to be kept in mind too. Four years is a huge developmental period for a child. No, I think it's, I think it's a great point. I think, uh, and also I feel like it's okay to express yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's okay to have a comment or an opinion. And if it's not the popular one, well, fuck it. I mean, what I don't like is a lot of times this is probably, more specific to our town, but there's absolutism. There's, hey, this is what we're doing, and this is where we're doing it, and this is when we're going to do it, and this is how we're going to do it. All right, so that's my point, but let's tee up this game mm-hmm. game show we want to play. Sure. Is this a book in your kid's school's library, or is it... <laughs> or is it from a magazine on the top shelf in your mm-hmm. local newsstand? If they even have this. Mm. And all the scuttlebuds at home, you can play along. And we'll just see where it goes. Mm. You have to pick. He unzipped my jeans and reached in to grip me through my boxers. When I think about all the guys I've known, he said, you're the one who has always been there for me. With that, he pulled my aching erection out into the open. Wait a and minute. you've got a lovely cock. Okay. All the pronouns are the same, regardless of of whether they're from the book or from the penthouse forum articles that Rick made me Google today. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's one. And then the next one is, he reached his hand down and pulled out my dick. He quickly went (laughs) to giving me head. I just sat, sorry, I'm not reading this in very passionately, but I just sat back and enjoyed it as I could tell he was too. He was also definitely experienced in what he was doing because he went to work quite confidently. He then came up and asked me if I wanted to try it on on him. I said, sure. All right. So one of those is from Penthouse Forum. The other is from the band book. Yeah. I'm going to guess that the first one was the band book and the second one was Penthouse. It's the opposite. Okay. 
What is next on your agenda that you can care about besides but these books? I, I, this isn't like an isolated incident, though. This is reflective of our culture, right? This is reflective of we have an opinion about something specific. Like, we feel this is pornography. We are labeled book banners, homophobes, and transphobes. Yep. I am none of those things. Right. And that's the greater thing. And uh, if you have a podcast and you get shut down everywhere, then um, where else are you going to be heard? I mean, you literally go to a school committee and everyone tells you to shut the fuck up. But you like, want to say something on Facebook, which I don't agree with because important things don't get settled yeah. on Facebook. I, I <laughs> Rick and I were texting the other day after I finished the book and I said, if this book or if there was a book about a white cisgendered man who cured cancer and the end, and the book ended with a graphic description of a gangbang, <laughs> I would want the book banned from my school's library. So I think that's a fair point. Thank you. Well, wrap it up, Michael. All right, what did we learn today? We learned uh, some people don't like certain books, and they don't like it if your librarian encourages you to read banned books. A lot of people would love to be able to participate in the conversation instead of being shut out. And I think that uh, all people that are going after these books need to ask, uh, need to actually read the books. Mm -hmm. You can't give a book report on a book you didn't read. So we read them and we actually, our initial thoughts on the books, we kind of changed on one of them, right? Yeah, absolutely. One of them, like, I, I actually really like the book. I Me think too. it's a great story. The other one, I'm like, meh, meh, mm -hmm. have it, put it in the public library. Yeah. Also, we live in the information age. It's not like, you know, these kids could get anywhere. Yeah, exactly. So why are we peddling this shit in the schools but, with the antagonizing, check it out, you'll never wait till you get to page 45, you know, whatever. It's just it's like, I don't know, this is a school. How are we doing on academics? Because mm -hmm. when I moved here, our schools were in fifth place in the state with 351 school districts. And now we're like, we're not even 50. That's a big drop. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean, why Why is this like, the? this is our, our thing now. We are committed to this. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe we diversify, you know? Yeah. So anyways. Recheck our priorities. All right, Scuttlebuds. I hope your blood pressure didn't go through the roof like Michael's. We're going to, we're going to, I'm going to throw him in the swimming pool. <laughs> cool them down. See ya. Awesome. That was fun. <laughs> oh, by the way, that book I hated by William Faulkner, it's called The Sound and the Fury. Don't read it. We here at Small Town Scuttlebutt love that you listen to us every week. If you like what you hear, go support the businesses that help support us. Like APC Pest Control, Larkin's Liquors, Mario's Lawn Care, Perez Martial Arts, Medfield Village Cleaners, Royal Pizza, Park Street Books, Smear Campaign, and Mike Page Studios.